Jackie. Hey, Rosie. Hey, listeners. Welcome to Am I an Asshole? The podcast where we gut check our asshole tendencies. Uh-huh. I'm excited about today. Me too. And we have Jen back. Yes, we have Jen back and we have a very special guest. Yep. Gwen Luffman. Yay. He and I went to high school together mm-hmm. and we're buddies and I'm excited to get some insight from him. Yeah. The, the topic today is am I an asshole for misunderstanding the trans community? Mm-hmm. So I think we should just hop on in. Let's do it. Yay. All right. So um, as you know, this topic today um, is, am I an asshole for misunderstanding the trans community? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we have my friend Gwen on. Gwen, say hi. Hi, Gwen. Hello. <laughs> um, and we go way, way back. I mean, I don't even, we, we've known each other for a long time. I mean, it's not like we're like best friends for years, but like we've been. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we, we definitely had, uh, well, you, you knew, I think our friend Caitlin. Yeah. In yeah. middle school and yeah. I knew Caitlin. And so it was like first through her and then we went to high school together yeah and we all just just kind of ran in the same circles it was yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um so yeah um and I just wanted to like talk to you about it like and like open up the conversation about like I don't know like I mean we're gonna bring Jen in but like when you realized and like what and like if it's annoying to you I just have so many questions because because (laughs) so, so everybody knows um so Gwen you are a trans male Correct. Yes. Yes. That's, uh, sorry. Yes. And you go. You ha- you use the he him pronouns. I do. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that um, right. So it, it kind of explain that if you don't mind. Well, wouldn't it be okay? I'm not going to talk because I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, I know, like, yeah I I just, it would be a hint. It would be him. Why do yeah, we? It, why do we ask you what? What you? Why do we ask? Well, uh, you know, and it's. Um, I made some notes sort of on this. There's. Uh, transitioning, it can be a very singular experience in that um, it, it, there's there's no one way to transition. Uh, so you could have someone who's trans non-binary. So you could have someone who is female assigned at birth, realize that they don't necessarily uh, uh, fall into the polarization of the gender spectrum, or, or they're, they're on the spectrum, but... Uh, they don't identify one way or the other, yet they still decide to go through the physical aspects of transitioning to appear maybe more androgynous or it's, and so, yeah, you can have, uh, there's a number of ways that you can identify. And yes, I, I am, I identify using he and him. <laughs> okay. That makes total sense. Yeah. That's so then that's why, because yeah. you don't know where they are in their transition. Exactly. Okay. And so when did you realize like you, wanted to be a man or you you know what I'm saying you, yeah no that's uh that's a good question um it's funny because growing up I was very you know I was it was very much gosh it's so weird to say like oh I was kind of like a boy growing up but I mean I, yeah. I was um mm-hmm. and I was considered that way a lot of the time and um 
it was, <laughs> this is funny to say, it was actually a Queer Eye for the Straight Guy episode. Nice. They made over a trans man. And my sister and I, when we saw the uh, the, the promotion stuff for this on, on TV, like the trailers and whatnot, we were like, oh, we should tune into this. And as we're watching, we kind of look over to each other and I was like, that's me. And she's like, yeah, that's you. And it was like, it was like click. It was suddenly, like, I didn't know until I knew. I had to see that representation. And once I realized that it was an option, it was like, oh, I get it. Oh my gosh. Oh, finally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so from then on, it was, and I was 16. It was the summer before our senior year of high school. And yeah. And then from then on, it was just sort of uh, figuring out uh, each step after that. And how was that in high school going through that? Um, well, I didn't come out to my friends until the summer after high school. Uh, and it was kind of funny because for the most part, the people that I told uh, their response was, yeah, that makes sense. Right. You're like you're, I see you as a guy that's, that's fitting. And that's, that was it. And then when I came out to my parents, uh, spring break, my freshman year of college, um, they, uh, I didn't technically come out to them. They were just more like, yeah, we know and we get it and it's fine. Or so, like more than fine. It was like a, like, yeah, this is, this is you. Right. And I, I, I'm probably a bit of an outlier in that aspect in that I was always met with practically overwhelming support. Right, uh, right. That's great. So, I mean, from, yeah. your, from your family. Right, no, yeah. absolutely. Um, and, okay. So, when, and when you, I'm sorry, but when you say come out, well, and this is why I really quickly, top line, like why I feel like an asshole is just because I feel like I should know this stuff and like I should have more friends that like I can talk to about it and like ask questions because I feel like people get all like clammed up and they don't know, they don't want to offend anyone or anything like that. And I'm like, but like, I want to, I want to know, I want to hear from someone who's been through it, not just speculating, talking with other <laughs> heteronormative, you know, we're trying to <laughs> understand, you know what I mean? So, um, no, right. Absolutely. So, um, and, I, and that's the thing too. You, you sort of have to, uh, you have to reconcile in your head, uh, that the questions you want to ask, they, they might be, offensive mm -hmm. um, and, and to what degree does your curiosity yield uh, the importance of asking them oh like, what's your intent behind these exactly. questions yeah exactly uh, and and from my standpoint uh it's usually pretty easy to gauge um and, and that being said i would i would rather answer a question than not uh because uh one of the things i realized very early on in my transition you know the less ignorant a person is uh, the better it is for me because uh, like the, the sooner they understand that I'm, I'm <laughs> still human and not right. just a subject, uh, the more likely I'll be taken into consideration. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing too. You know, there's, there's uh, a narrative surrounding the trans community and, and I do feel that it is uh, our responsibility to contribute to it. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And that's, um, you know, I, I would, I want people to feel comfortable asking me questions, uh -huh. um, but I want them to feel comfortable with hearing the answers. 
Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know me. I mean, we're super <laughs> liberal and you know I'm I'm comfortable hearing everything. Um, but like I I feel like for people out there that may not feel as comfortable, like it's helpful but, to just talk about. But even what you were saying, Jackie, though, like d- it doesn't matter how like how comfortable we are with it. It still it feels weird to be like, okay, how do I not? I don't want to offend. What do I? You know, like that's the, I agree with you, and that's what makes me feel like an asshole too. Like, yeah, tripping yeah. up on my words about yeah. something that shouldn't. You well, know? Yeah, and I feel it's funny. Like even like <laughs> like Nick, like my fiance, he'll. This is not the same thing at all. But I think like. <laughs> Sometimes if I'm really anxious or something or emotional, he doesn't know how to ask if I'm on my if I'm going to be on my period right, or something. Right. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't want to sound like, but like, but it like, seems are like, you be on your period? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like the response could be anywhere from, right. how dare you fucking ask me that to like, right. yes, thank you for noticing. Right. Um. So okay, and then so let me just roll back a hot sec. So when you say come out to your family, do you mean? Because like I, I am curious if you don't mind talking about your sexual preference. Like, do you did you mean come out saying that you were going to transition, or did you mean come out like what did what did that look like? Well, I I came out I came out as a lesbian uh, uh, when I was fourteen uh-huh. to my parents, and again it was one of those things where I I mean I meant to tell them, but they were more just like yeah we know yeah. Like, and uh and even when i came out to my friends i came out like the the people that i felt were most important to me uh you know like who i who i really cared if they cared mm-hmm. <laughs> uh once i got them out of the way i didn't really come out to anyone else it was more just like i didn't censor myself yeah. if someone asked i would just say yeah i'm i'm a lesbian Mm-hmm. And so from 14 to the point where I realized that I was actually trans, I was a lesbian. So I came out then and then I came out again, yes, as a trans person. Gotcha. Because you do, you like you have to come out and you have to keep coming out. You know, it's like it's never just one time. It's like an ongoing thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so. Stephen talks about a lot. He's like every time you... Well, and that's just from his, his bisexuality. Because like every time you would say, like if I'm ordering a drink and I'm like, oh, that's for my boyfriend. That's like almost like coming out in a way yeah. to the waiter or so. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I think now, I mean, stuff like it's like not, I would just hope that it's like not even a. Yeah. It's hard for us to say that, though, but like being where we are. I know. Yeah. yeah. Are, where are you living Oh, I'm I'm in Lakeland. Okay. Yes. Our people we'll see you there soon. Because you said your family's. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you said your family's accepting, but like, how are people in Lakeland, Lakeland, Florida? By the way, Central Florida. Um, for the most part, people are pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm out. Uh, I I try to live very openly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, and I, being trans, it's not the only part of me, but it is a part of me. And so for the most part, people I'm close to, they know, mm-hmm. uh, but I do, you have to be careful. Um, yeah. you know, and again, for those who don't know, Lakeland, Florida, it's, uh, it's a kind of conservative. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, <laughs> it's the Bible belt. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some people, I wouldn't say that I, it's, it's, it's hard to say actually, because 
if people have had uh, a negative reaction to it, I haven't seen it. Oh. And maybe that's just who I've been surrounding myself with. I've just been really lucky. Uh, mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. had to deal with a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. there is, there, there is, it's weird to say this, but there's always this element of fear. Yeah. Um, that yeah. That could crop up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and just one more thing, sorry, bef- before we bring Jen on at, um, what what's the decision of 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 transitioning, transitioning thank you um wh- like why are some people why do some people uh, they are just they dress like if if you're if you're a gay woman i mean obviously sometimes you dress just like uh, everyone else um everyone else see everything i say sounds like fucking does a dick but like um for women that dress a little bit more let's say like androgynous or like a little bit more masculine like why why not like what's the difference this is what i'm getting at what's the difference in being gay and being trans uh i know there's a difference from from what i understand um you know, it uh, take a a, a butch lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are still very comfortable with being and identifying as female. Right. Okay. They, you know, that is uh, how they how they express themselves. How they how they present. Uh, it's not that it's inherently, it's not, it's not male. It's just, uh, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's more masculine or, or more, mm-hmm. or n- maybe not conventionally feminine. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Uh, conventionally. Yeah. Feminine. That's why I felt like a dick saint. Cause I'm like, well, well, well it's not necessarily everyone else. But, <laughs> but yeah. Conventionally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well now, like, I mean, okay. So th- you're saying that, that, they're comfortable still being women at the end of the day, they're comfortable having female body parts and they feel comfortable and you didn't feel comfortable. I exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Oh yeah. The high school story. Yeah. Really yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Well, even when I was in high school and before I started identifying as male, um, you know, I was, I would, I would dress masculine and mm-hmm. for our senior pictures, uh, you know, we were made to wear that black dress, thing that's sort of off the shoulder mm-hmm. thing and then the guys would wear tuxes and I did not feel comfortable wearing uh the dress I, I just did not want to do it to the point where I wasn't going to uh have my picture taken I wasn't going to be in the yearbook and uh you know when I and my, my mom she was an amazing advocate for me like to like to participate but also to in in the way that I could feel comfortable doing it. And at first they said, Oh, you know, is uh, this girl. Well, at the time girl uh, is can't wear a tux in the pictures. It's just not allowed. And, you know, she's like, Oh, well our lawyers, I think would say different. And they were like, you know what? Gwen's going to wear a tux. Okay. And nice. um, yeah. <laughs> it was. God, that's so yeah, great. Mom, I want to give your mom a hug. Mom, I know. Like the, your family is so supportive. They they are kind of ridiculously awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what makes you so 
open I mean I might be wrong but like comfortable you seem very like comfortable in your own skin and like comfortable talking about it um and I I wonder if like you had had been met with a lot of you know I don't know disapproval or you know from a family that wasn't as open and loving and really how everyone should be about it like I wonder how that would how you if you would be different I guess Um, like shyer about talking about it or I don't know no, I, and I, I think you're right. You know, the very, um, it, it is definitely the way that I was uh, socialized and, and uh, treated growing up. Transparency was, was very much valued in my, in uh, my household. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's, that's the thing too. If you, if you raise your kids in a, in a place where they feel like they can't be honest with you about, how they're feeling or what they're going through. Yep. Um, I, you know, it's, you know, it's just not very conducive. You're right to an open, yeah. to, to living your life uh, uncompromised or, or living your life authentically. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, what have, what have the changes, like, have you been treated differently? Like, be, like being a man than you remember being as a woman? Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. And, and I have to sort of, uh, in that way, sort of check my privilege. Oh, and, interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I present. You upgraded. I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> you upgraded. <laughs> and the, you're inadvertently. Yes, inadvertently. Right. inadvertently. <laughs> you're like, fuck <laughs> this being a woman shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like one, so uh, yeah. And then you, yeah, you upgraded. Though I will say, uh, I definitely miss um, the level of. There's a different sort of camaraderie in uh, the uh, LGBT community. You know, it was it was so much more easy to to uh, to fit in to that community when I identified as a, as a lesbian. Oh, um, you know, there was like the lesbian head nod, you know, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> walking out and you're like, Hey, you <laughs> like, yeah, support and you. And now I do that. And I'm like, Oh, they just think I'm like a, they're just like some dude nodding at them. And they don't <laughs> yeah, and it's checking like, them no, out, but I'm one of you, except I'm not. Like, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Jen. Jen, meet Gwen. Hi. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yes. Um, so. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just quickly, because I was listening earlier and you were talking, and I think it's important to make the distinction that there is a difference between gender and sexuality. And I think that that can be really confusing for people. Absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, just, you know, gender is about how basically where it's a social construct. So we have things that are typically feminine, typically masculine. And when people don't feel that they necessarily fit into one of those constructs, or maybe they're, as Gwen was saying, like fluid, that that's the gender, how you, how you present yourself as far as according to that traditionally masculine or traditionally feminine construct, whereas sexuality is who you are sexually attracted to. So they're not related necessarily. So I just think that's an important thing to distinction, distinction yeah. to make. Yeah. Because it is confusing, I think. But, yeah. But okay. So. And forgive 
again, if we sound ignorant, but so Gwen, you, but you, you date women now I, as a man date. Women. I do yeah. though. It's, it's funny that, uh, uh what Jennifer, uh, Jen brought up in that, yes, your gender identity and your sexual identity don't necessarily, you know, correspond. But what did happen for me uh, before I transitioned, uh, I felt that I was only attracted to women. But going through my transition, I became more sexually fluid uh, okay. wow. in, my, in my attraction. Um, so and so... And I think there's a, a – and I don't know how much this is – I don't know, if, Gwen, if this is what you're identifying as, or but I just want to throw it out there too that in order to avoid sort of that binary or like, you know, gay, straight, bi, there's also um, pansexual, which is right. more fluid of not necessarily caring about what the person identifies as, but being very open to – with regards to sexuality as far yeah. as attraction. And that's, and that's pretty much, that's how I identify, or, you know, um, there's like queer is a good um, umbrella term as well. Uh, and can queer, correct me, cause I queer, do you find that used for gender and sexuality or is it umbrella kind of for both or for, I would what's your take on that for both. Because you can have like, sort of like how someone can be non-binary, they're also, or they might identify as genderqueer, um, which is sort of like a similar thing from my understanding. Um, and I, I like it because it's like, that's, I mean, I, I, I fit the T in the LGBTQ, uh, mm -hmm. but I also like in, in um, you're like you said, yeah, not just being, attracted to the like the male or female it's the fluidity yeah wow so okay so you so you ah uh, see i'm like quick to label you i'm like i'm labeling you it's so stupid i'm like so you're bi but well, like but i think i think I our think brains really valid it's a really valid point though what you just brought up about how mainstream we we feel like we need labels. Like we are not comfortable <laughs> as a rule when we can't fit someone or something into this category. Yeah. And I, th I think that that is a lot of what the challenge is with regards to any of this. Like, you know, thinking of gender on a, on a spectrum is very, is a very different concept for most people. Same with sexuality, not having it binary is a different, um, that's a different concept for people. And it, that's why it can feel like confusing because it's, it is in a way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think even within the community, there's so much difference and like, you know, it, it's, it's, it can be individual. So I, I don't think it's fair to expect yourself to just know this stuff, which I think is why it's important to talk about it. Cause you're not an asshole for just not inherently knowing this. Right. Right. I mean, you know, so yeah. There's a, Sorry, I didn't. No, it's there's there's this, this really great uh, Maya Angelou quote uh, or uh, this thing she said. She said, uh, "Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because yeah. how would you know what you didn't know? <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Um, you can't know until you know. <laughs> um, what is queer? 
I mean, I know what it is like in the sense of, I know it's not straight, but what does it mean? Uh, it's, <laughs> is it, can I say, I don't know? Yes, <laughs> yes of course. Yes. Yes. Jen, Jen yes. probably Jen knows. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. Jen, what well, is queer? Because it can be different for everyone. Oh, okay. That's the answer is that I okay. think it depends on the person. And that's why, at least in my line of work, you know, when somebody does identify as queer, I do ask them what that means because it can mean different things for different people. And the way I kind of conceptualize it is sort of a, is like a way of not having to categorize. So just sort of having, I mean, this might be a really bad way to say it, but having like kind of like other or different or just not conforming. So queer is like other in a sense, but it, it does mean different things to different people. And so it is important to understand what that means to that person. Um, so there isn't really a perfect answer for it, but it is generally a cue to say, okay, this person doesn't identify as one of the traditional categories. But can is it also an umbrella? So like you can be gay and queer? Like are you, because you're, you're just not traditional, queer means you're not traditional, is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. Like, yeah, that's how I understand it. Okay. Is, Basically, it's a signal to me that this person doesn't conform to maybe a, a typical label that, okay. you know, gay, straight, bi, right, are kind of the three mm-hmm. bigger terms that people try to put themselves into or we try to put people into. And to me, when somebody says, lists their sexuality as queer, it means that they're not necessarily subscribing to any one of those so for them it could be multiple it could be none it could be oh got it you know okay so and then with gender gender queer again is a flag to me that okay this person isn't identifying as either male or female they're kind of outside the binary yeah on the spec on the the spectrum somewhere i mean i've worked with people who you know kind of present differently on the day. I mean, they might look a little more masculine one day. They might look a little more feminine another day. And it's not Mm -hmm. to be confusing. It's just sort of the way that the way that it is. Um, And then so there's and like this is something that like Yorel, my friend actually kind of um, broke down for me because I was like, what is so because there's transsexual, which means this that you got the surgery, right? Uh, no, not necessarily. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, it's, I'm sort of muddled on that too. Oh, <laughs> trans, okay. Transsexual, so, transgender. Yes, I'm sort of like, yes. Transgender, exactly. Because like transsexual, transgender, and then transvestites just change. You just wear the different. You just wear. So trans transvestites an outdated term and should not. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not. It's, no, it's that's not for judgment, right? But I'm just being, that's I'm not trying to educate. The, yes, no, that's, that's not on the that table anymore. That's not a term that if somebody uses that term with you first, then that's different. But that's not a term to lead with um, okay. because it's a pretty outdated term. And yes, it it did. I mean, the the vest, V-E-S-T part of it does refer to clothing. But the way the way I've learned it is that, I mean, this is more than just clothing. It's more it's this is an identity of a person. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about dressing one way it's it's you know 
yeah. it's a person doesn't but people get confused you know. about that because it's like cross dressing and then there's like yep. drag which 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 is not the same thing at all like you're like that's like when he puts on drag makeup and dresses like a woman or but what about that eddie izzard like he's straight white man but likes to dress up like a woman yeah and wear makeup so I would say that's somewhere on the transgender spectrum, mm. right? Because transgender is a spectrum. And so it's – and it might not be have anything to do with his his gender identity, though. That's the other thing you have to realize oh, okay. is that – Yeah, when he's, when he's wearing those dresses, they're boy dresses. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – I mean, I don't – yeah, I mean, you'd have to really talk – understand. Sure, sure. <laughs> and that I guess that's, again, trying to, like, label it. Yeah, like yeah. it might just – I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he identifies as male or female or or what. And I think dude wants to wear a dress. I've heard. I've heard people. Sorry, Jen. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. I've heard heard also people say gaze, like a male gaze or a female gaze. Gwen, do you know what do you know what that means? And then also because you're saying you've become more fluid, but do you have do you have a gender that you prefer, or is it like a is does it really just depend on the person? Uh, oh, that that he uh, dates. Yeah, oh. I think. I mean, I, I probably still primarily date women, but um, as for men, as for men, actually, it's uh, it's mostly other trans men. Um, oh, and so that's. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And I think just what I was going to say, um, I think that because I think that a lot of times people don't take it seriously, like because it sounds so, um, because there is a lot of, there's a lot of gray area around this topic. I think in general, and then even with individuals. And I think that what happens a lot of times and what I've learned in my work in the transgender community is just that this is a very real, (laughs) it's a very real um, issue and part of people. And I think when being outside of that, it's like, well, it's like, it's a choice. So why are they choosing to do this? Or why, you know, and it's like, even saying things like, well, when did you decide to be male? Or when did you decide It, 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 you really have to be careful about that language because it suggests that there's a choice and it suggests as if it's just like this flippant thing that people mm. do. And really the suffering that can <laughs> happen and the internal turmoil that can happen because of these identity issues is something that, I mean, the transgender community is at a disproportionate level of, of suicide and suicide attempt, right? Because because of being misunderstood and being marginalized, right? And so I just I just want to say that because I think in talking about it, it's extremely important. And I and I love that we're having this conversation. And I just want to highlight though that like while there's no exact answer and while a lot of the answers are it depends, it doesn't take the gravity and the in in the reality and realness out of the situation because, you know, it, it isn't simple. That's why <laughs> that's why there's so much um distress a lot of times around it absolutely yeah yeah well and that's another thing that sparked this kind of topic was because people I, I people at work so I was working on 
this a pitch for a show uh gwen i'm a copywriter so i was working on a a pitch for a show (laughs) and i was like one of the one of the like pillars or themes if you will were was lgbtq and um so i was like researching that a little bit and talking to people and they were like well now it's lgbtqa or something and they kind of were like Mm -hmm. like kind of like what you were saying saying jen almost like i can't keep track of it you know what i mean it's kind of like i don't know and it it just kind of bugs me because it's like well you should know you should try to learn and understand it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. just to like discredit it i don't know i guess in in that question from hearing that i'd be like well how, how do people find out i guess if you don't know anybody like you know like i guess i guess looking it up on the internet yeah. i mean like how do you how do those people educate themselves and i'm not saying what they did was right i'm just saying like you know without having conversations like this right that's a good question because um yeah because you have to want I mean, you have to want to know the answer I, I mean, could you repeat that oh i, I was just saying like how, how do people like ser- search it because they're just like, eh, I can't keep track. They're just like, well, that's not something I need to know. So then you would and have, that's, yeah. No, you're right. It, it's something that you sort of, if you don't currently have it uh, in your life, like, right. it, it, you know, it's like you said, it's like, well, why should I care about this stuff? Like, look, if, if, it's like, if it doesn't personally affect me and it's like, well, I mean, in that case, you, you know, you do have to sort of actively seek out, you know, a, uh, uh, ways that and that and that's why media representation is so important totally because then it's just Uh, out there yeah yeah and and i think also because it is it meaning gender the idea of gender being on a spectrum and really the idea of sexuality being on a spectrum is relatively new um i know at least like in the, in the psychological community, we we're lacking in a lot of research and because it's, it's just pretty new and it's hard to find participants because it is a, a very small sliver of the population, at least right now is identifying as transgender. So it, it just creates difficulty in actually collecting participants and data. Um, and so it, it's just, constantly we're constantly learning and so even like i was reading i had a book that i was reading to help me understand what is proper terminology what's not um before i started doing work in the community and even within that same book it's like co- contradiction right because there there's not from what i understand and this may have even changed in the last you know 6 months or whatever but how how do you what do you call like was it assigned female at birth was it born female is that the correct term you know and now i think the way that i learned it is just traditionally female at birth but those those terms are constantly changing so my point is just Mm. we're it's so new and we're learning and people are now becoming empowered to come out and so before you can't learn very well about something that is just forced under the surface right so and part of this is tolerance for the fact that this is new for everybody. You and know? what you're saying is just uh, the fluidity is new, but obviously people have felt uh, like they were in the wrong body or whatever for for all of time, but never thought that they could identify as that. Is that or, or like have the option to? Yeah, right. 
yeah, it, expressed as what they would. Yes. And even now, like um, I'm working with like um, I helped do assessment for hormone replacement therapy, which is one of one of the first steps towards a transition um, process. And <clears throat> and so it, it's it's like try even these types of interventions are relatively new. Mm. So prior to being able to give hormone replacement, right? Like it's going to be difficult to to do much about it. Right. Um, but hormones right. have allowed for people to begin to express and live the way that they identify. So that's just, you know, and, and then the sexual reassignment surgeries, those, that's all we're getting to a point where it's becoming pretty good, but um, you know, they're still learning, they're still improving. So interventions are new too, I guess. And that was um, when I, when I came out to my parents, they, they asked me to wait <laughs> two years before I started, before I got on track uh, to, to get into the physical aspects of my transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so once I started, you know, I started off uh, with going to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and it seemed like um, each step was a referral. So it's like, I go to the psychiatrist and then she refers me to a psychoanalyst and I go to a psychoanalyst and, you know, it's like basically making sure that all of my mental faculties are intact, that I'm mm-hmm. making this decision uh, you know, that I am well-informed. I understand what it, the, the gravity of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it, then from there it's referral to support group, uh, you know, going and, and meeting with other trans individuals. And then, uh, and then, yeah, like you said, getting my, uh, my letters that I could, uh, start hormone replacement therapy. And then I'm referred to an endocrinologist to have blood panels run and, uh, and to, you know, assess my, my age weight, uh, making sure that I have like a proper, uh, balance with my prescription and, and having blood tests done to, to maintain that. And then beyond that, getting my top surgery letter and then being referred to a a surgeon. Like it's, it's all, it's just, it's such a, it can be such a long process and it's very daunting. And it's like what you said with, um, you know, the high suicide rate, it's like, even though I, I was so lucky, I had uh, amazing support, but through all this, I had, um, just, it was like (laughs) debilitating, like incapacitating dysphoria. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, it was, I would feel I, I, it's, it's, I can't even, it's hard to describe because it was just, even when things were so good, this aspect, this thing that I couldn't change without someone else intervening or, 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 or releasing me onto the next thing. Um, I, it was just, it felt like so much waiting. It felt like, and none of it could, could happen fast enough for me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and then the money involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I, and I think that's also, um, another evolution, like kind of step in making it more accessible is that insurance now is, is starting to cover it. But prior to, it was a lot of pocket and wow. yeah. if you don't have good health insurance, you know, surgery that is considered elective is extremely expensive. Yeah. 
Um, and Gwen, so if you don't mind me asking, where are you with regards to your transition as far as, sounds like you've taken hormones and sounds like you've had top surgery. So you're probably pretty I'm, far into it. I am right now I'm where, uh, I feel pretty, uh, <laughs> it's not like I've, I've reached a stopping point. Uh, but it's more like I, I, I reached the plateau that I was, I was, um, going for mm-hmm. and that, you know, I, I took, I took hormones for a year and a half and I've actually, and I only took them for a year and a half and I've been off of them for probably six or seven years. And that's the thing. The, a lot of the changes that you experience are permanent. Um, you know, so I started growing facial hair, my voice dropped, I, uh, my muscular, my musculature changed, um, I think what else happened when you're, when I was on it and I think this is pretty normal, like your, uh, your period stop mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything else, uh, my hairline changed a little bit too. Wow. Uh, <laughs> did you notice any change in mood? Like, cause yes. I know testosterone will I sometimes cry. make, yeah, yeah. I couldn't cry. It was like the year and a half that I was on it. I couldn't, I I cried twice and they were both out of extreme frustration. But whereas, and I'm a crier when I'm frustrated, I will, I'll just cry. You know, it's, um, (laughs) and that when I was on testosterone, I would just get angry. And, And, Oh, interesting. And so can you give a little bit of insight as far as what, like people say on hormones, right? Mm-hmm. But what can you, I mean, I think there's different ways that you can take them and like how many hormones were you on? What did that look like? Um, uh, I was, I, I did um, an intramuscular injection in my upper thigh every two weeks. Uh, I think it was, I'm really bad with remembering the dosage. I like I had, um, an insulin syringe uh, size mm-hmm. and it would fill the volume of the insulin. So I think it was like a CC or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I would, and this stuff, the testosterone, it's the, um, it's not like viscous, but it's sort of thick. It's sort of oily. And so I'd have to draw it out with a larger needle and then I would uh, replace the needle on the syringe with a smaller gauge. And then, like I said, I would, I would, um, you know, do it in my upper thigh and it would slowly have to go in. And it was, and that was also another thing. I started developing some needle anxiety because it's, uh, you know, when you, when you, uh, when you give yourself a shot, you have to pull out the plunger, make sure you didn't hit a vein or an artery. Um, if the needle's dull, you kind of have to, it's ah! like this whole mess of things. Well, and the site gets really sore, right? I mean, yeah. after after a yeah. while, yeah. Yeah, I after my first shot, I actually limped around for like a day or two because oh, it yeah. was so sore. Yeah, and you um, had to do it to yourself. Oh, I'd have to have, I I I'd have and, someone else do it. And the first couple of shots I did, it, um, uh, a nurse would do it, and then I had to demonstrate to her that I could do it, um, and then I was allowed to go pick up you know, the syringes and the, uh, and the needles and the, 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 the vials myself. And I would I would sit on the couch and this was when I was in college. So I'd sit on the couch and one of my roommates 
who is absolutely amazing. She was one of my friends and she's just wonderful. And she would sit next to me sort of as like my cheerleader, like, you can do this. You're great. <laughs> and I would, you know, like I would, I would give myself a shot and I would say something stupid like, oh my God, I'm a man. Or, <laughs> yeah. or like, I did oh, it. good to the last drop. And <laughs> yeah. then she would like clap her hands and, oh, and good. you know, and it was like, I, it was so wonderful to have that support, but it's even still, it's like, I'm very aware that I'm giving myself a shot mm-hmm. and it was, it's not very pleasant. And that's the thing. It's like, there, there are guys who, um, whether you're doing subcutaneous, which is, uh, more in like a fatty, uh, area, whether it's like you're around your belly or whatnot, um, or an intramuscular where it's, you know, in your butt or your, uh, your glute or your, your thigh. Um, it's, it's almost like never ending. If you stay on testosterone, if you stay on hormones, you just, you just have to do it. You just have to keep giving yourself injections and yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. And so, and so are you out at work? Are you, I assume you work or I don't know. Yes. I, I, um, and it's funny that you mentioned this. Um, I, I've been working, uh, at a, a, a company for about two and a half years and I didn't come out to my boss until the week before Christmas, like just this past Christmas. Wow. What prevent, um, what kinds of things were you worried about? Uh, a, a number of things. I was, I was worried. I was worried about being fired um, because there's not much to protect me in the ways of like legality with uh if if they did choose mm. if if i was fired for being trans there's not much i can do about it other than trying to start you know i could i could you know pursue a a, a lawsuit but what would that ultimately yeah it's um, overwhelming and yeah and yeah. or um and i was worried about the change in our working relationship but that's the thing my boss he's um in his late 60s uh military man wow um uh, very, very gruff dude. Imagine, um, he's very much uh, like Ron Swanson on the first <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Like that is my boss. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I love, I love this guy. He's wonderful. He's, uh, an amazing teacher, an amazing employer, but there's still a fear. Um, yeah. and so I, I finally <laughs> chose and I didn't mean to, but it was, we were having a discussion. It got sort of uh, uh, heated. And, um, you know, we were talking about like what it's like to be marginalized and, you know, he's, um, a son of, uh, Italian immigrants. And he's like, I know what it's like to have people say very awful things because of where I came from or how I look or whatnot. And, um, and he's like, do you understand what that's like? And I was like, well, actually, yes, sir, I do. Right now I have, there are, um, people trying to legislate which bathroom I can use all the while coding me and people like me as either perverts or predators. And it's, uh, it's really awful. Yeah. And that, at that point I told him and his response again, this, I feel like I'm an outlier here because <laughs> he said that I have a safe space at my job. I have a safe mm-hmm. space with him and that he would protect me. That's <laughs> like that's amazing. the words he used that I will protect. Wow. What do you like, do? Hmm? What do you do? Oh, uh, I'm a custom framer. 
I cool. make, I make frames. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Can I have one? Um, fr- frames, like picture frames or glasses? Uh, anything Good that question. can have a box or be encased. That's yes. cool. <laughs> so, your yeah, art, your art school stuff is coming in oh, handy. Oh, there she is. Yeah, right? Nice. <laughs> Who knew? Cool. Um, I Okay, I have a question. So do you want people to know that you're trans not like just i'm a guy that's a good question um i i want hmm that's funny um i do i i want people to know that i'm trans uh in the way that um in the way that that someone might want someone to know that they're gay. Okay. Yeah. And that you know it is a part of my identity. It's yes. part of uh um it's being trans has has shaped me and I think in a for me in like a kind of profound way and I I don't want to feel like that's something I ever have to hide. Yeah. Um so I I think it's it's um it's less about being out. It's more about not wanting to feel like I'm closeted. <laughs> totally. No, that makes 100% sense. That, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, cause because I'm, it's still a part. It's a part of you. It's a part of you. And I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, is that even something? Because I don't, I don't have to say I'm Jackie and I'm a traditional straight woman. And right. I, you know what I mean? And I've always been a, a woman. I was born female with female body part you know what I mean? you don't like, have to go through that I don't have to. so it's yeah. like you know i could understand both sides of that being like yeah. i'm a i'm a guy and i just want to be a guy but then yeah i guess even i guess like the conversation you had with your boss like it was important that you said that because you're like yeah i do know what it's like to yeah, be marginalized and like yeah this is that's why. what makes you different and than I, a straight white male yeah and i th- i think that Obviously, it's a personal choice how much somebody discloses um, about themselves. But I do think that by being willing to um, to to say that and and keep that as part of your identity helps other people too because it's like yeah. providing providing that example and providing that yes. yeah like it's it is okay. I mean, the most the best way that, to stigmatize something is to is to keep it hidden shove it away <laughs> right 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 and because it sends a, a very strong message that there's for some some reason why it's not okay to talk about it and so um yeah mm-hmm. but i do think that's a great question because it 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 almost makes it like the trans parts like a modifier to being man mm. yeah so it's like it's like yeah I, I yeah it's part of it's like well okay but you are a man but then there's another part that's like you you have had this really impactful piece of your identity and, and journey to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I, it's not traditional. I kind of this, I feel stupid asking this, but there that is. Um, if, <laughs> if I were to date you, Gwen, would that yes. make me, I, I'm trying to label, I know, but like, cause I, I identify as a straight woman. So if we dated, then does that make me, I don't know. Or I don't do I have I don't have to label it. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that makes you straight because I'm still. Oh, I'm confused. Also, you were questioning your member in the oh, second yeah. in the second oh, yeah. episode. I think you were like, I might want to get with a girl, right? And then through this podcast, we've realized 
Rosie Street. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> right. And so am I. Right. But does that is that even worth? I know what you're saying. That yeah. you're saying like what would that? I, like yeah. if I we, if we met at a bar and then then you're like oh I'm trans and I'm like damn it we fell in love. I guess that's just because yeah why, yeah why wouldn't you why you know would, and well, why would it be damn it yeah yeah. Yes, that's a a very valid question because, um, you know, and and, uh, having that distinction and saying, like, I'm not just a man, I'm a trans man. I do have to do that um, when I'm interested in someone, when I when I want to date someone, I like, you know, as far as disclosure, that is something I feel that is very important to disclose. Okay. Um, Now, as for how I would say that you would how you would identify would still be singular to you. Right. Uh, right. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if, if you felt that dating uh, a, a trans man uh, would make you queer, I, I mean, I can't, um, I can't invalidate or diminish. Totally. You are. Right. Uh, the way you identify. Got it. Yeah. Um, but but that again, that's that's a it's very personal to you. But you, when you say top of the line surgery, and again, don't feel like you have to say anything you don't want to. But like, do you mean you don't have boobs? Right. I had a, a double incision mastectomy uh, with nipple grafts, um, and so they uh, remove they they make two incisions. Um, it, along the pectoral line of uh, the muscle uh-huh. and, you know, remove tissue, uh, glands. And then, um, he actually, the, the surgeon will actually, uh, uh, kind of like reshape your, your, your nipple. Right. Because ours, cause women's are, masculine. yeah. yeah Cause women's are bigger because we have right. areola. And, and, um, and it's kind of funny. There's a, there's a joke that the, a uh, surgeon will, do, you know, he'll say, okay, nickel or dime. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> God, you get to choose. Um, yeah, that's kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> nickel or dime. And, okay. And so you didn't, you don't have your period. And like. I do now, uh, but that's because I don't take testosterone anymore. And that's. Oh. It is, um, so you have. For a lot of trans men, uh, periods, you know, can cause like menstruating can be a lot of. Uh, source for dysphoria for mm-hmm. me it's more just like a mild inconvenience um and it's sort of funny how you're talking about you know whether or not um you know when you're when you're feeling a certain way and your and your boyfriend is like kind of like do i ask her if she's on your her period yeah. i desperately want a shirt that says don't talk to me while i'm ovulating that's amazing um, <laughs> yeah yeah okay and so so you still get okay you get your period yeah, and and that's another thing. Um, the longer you're on hormones, longer. Uh, uh, if if I stayed on testosterone, um, it would almost be imperative that I have uh, a hysterectomy because there can be a lot of complications uh, for being on hormones long term. Uh-huh. Uh, whether it's um, you know risks of like like cysts or cancer or whatnot, there's just, there's always, there's always a a complication and it, but if you get a hysterectomy, then you have to be on hormones. You uh, keep taking them because you're not producing them naturally anymore. And, um, and so that's the thing, you know, I, and being off of testosterone, my body did rebalance out 
but like I said, the experiences, the, the changes that I experienced were basically permanent. permanent. So, you know, again, it's like, <sighs> yes, I have my period, but it's just sort of like, eh, it's all right. This It's a week. So Gwen, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more to the dysphoria, um, because I think, you know, when I hear the dysphoria, I think of depression and low mood and, and it's as a result of this, um, difference in, in gender, the way that you want to identify or feel and the way that you, um, present or, or are by, to, I guess, biologically or, to, or, you know? No, yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing too. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> My, how do I say this? My chest was my major source of dysphoria. Mm, You know, looking down and, you know, I just, it just having, having breasts, it was, it felt so wrong for me. It felt so like, just like this should not be here. And as a result, you know, and, and I, I wore binders, uh, um, which were very constricting. It's, it's it, to keep my chest mashed down. So it would appear like I didn't have mm-hmm. breasts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what, what were some of the thoughts you, do you recall like thoughts you were having and, you know, what, what was going on internally? You know, you look down, you see these breasts and it's, it's upsetting. Um, I don't know if it's possible to remember what you were thinking, like what kinds of thoughts come in that co- cause or help fuel that dysphoria you know i'm just trying to help understand a lot of the inner turmoil that that occurs um it was just it was it was it felt i i felt physically like that i i i just felt wrong and there was and oh gosh like kind of hopeless okay just like there's because because I couldn't do anything about that and Mm. it was so dependent on on someone else like letting me giving me the go-ahead but it was just like it was like it's like a why is this happening to me or like it was very Mm. much like like why me why am I like this like why is this so hard why like, and, and, and also the discomfort, I mean, having to wear binders, it's like, you know, I mean, I live in, we live in Florida or I live in Florida. It's, 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 it's 92 asshole sweating degrees here all the time. <laughs> and, and I'm in binders are very constricting. They're very hot. And it's just like, I would feel gross all the time. I just felt mm-hmm. like I was needed to shower. I felt, um, and then I was sort of like, uh, like God, who's, who's going to be attracted to me like this? Like who's going to consider me to be a man. And then at the same time, you know, trying to be intimate with another person, not wanting to be touched, not wanting to have any attention paid to my chest, not. And it's, and it, it, you, you, like, I felt, I don't know, kind of just like, (laughs) yeah, I would say hopelessness was like the major thing um yeah that was like a barrier to you huge being how you wanted to be and and so 
that hopelessness of course can lead to depression and anxiety. Yeah. Um, so do you feel which, like you, you were, you were born in the almost like the wrong body? That's it's, I would, I'm apprehensive to say that I feel like I was born in the wrong body because, um, I don't think I could have had the life and experiences I've had without being born the way I was. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for all of those things. Yeah. Um, it was more like my body developed out from under me in a way that it shouldn't have. Interesting. That's so interesting to hear you talk about that. And like the, the, in like your chest too. Cause it's like, I mean, sorry to cut this with like some levity but like I feel like it's so for me I'm like where are they (laughs) they need to be bigger (laughs) I want them bigger (laughs) like you know and so you're just like yeah these are my boobs and so like yeah I guess you're you know for you it was like oh yeah these aren't I don't want these yeah this yeah yeah and this conversation has been so illuminating thank you so much for for sharing all this like I I know and like I feel like I'm prodding you and thank you so much for being so open about it yeah oh no absolutely absolutely again it's like it's one of those things where I'm um I'm happy to talk about it because I I again I would prefer I want people to yeah feel informed and I want them to feel comfortable yeah Gwen what what would you you know if there's one thing or one main point that you wish people could understand more about the trans community. What do you think that would be? That we're not mentally ill. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's, that's the thing. It's <laughs> when you're transitioning, especially when you, again, going through the physical aspects, like you go through, you go through therapy, you, and I've said this before, like you've been assessed by a professional that you are, your mental faculties are intact. You are, you are aware, you mm-hmm. know, you're, you're, yes. I, okay. I would say this, it's, it's a choice, but you're choosing to be your most authentic self. Yeah. And, and I would want people to know that again, we're just, we're not mentally. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. You're probably more mentally stable than more than half yeah. of the reg- whatever straight people, you know, oh, people who look. identify as normal. <laughs> by far. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, I, think, I think a lot of people could benefit from therapy. I mean, that's. Oh God. Well, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and the choice aspect, right. is like, it's, it's not a choice in the sense of like, you could like the consequences of not transitioning do cause mental distress. They do cause. Absolutely pain and so the choice is only in that you want to alleviate the pain right um and i think that's an important point too that i just want to support you on when you say that about being mentally ill i think you know the depression and the the anxiety and the distress or you know that that pain is from the gender piece it has nothing you know yeah absolutely it's from the it's dysphoria it's not um Mm -hmm. and not it's not there can't be other underlying things uh, with, yeah, but, I, but just yeah, I really just would really want to reiterate or not. It's not a it's not a sickness. It's not, and yeah. it's it, because it used to be referred to as a gender mm-hmm. identity disorder, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's not a disorder. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's 
that is that's a that is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I, wow. I bet that there's do you th- actually let me ask you, do you think there are people that are transgendered that uh, like just haven't realized it or been exposed to it or accepted it within themselves? Um, and then there are also maybe people that can't afford like the surgery part, but do you think like with more awareness will kind of allow for more people to come out about it and be like, yeah, oh, this is me. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you said, that, that queer eye episode was, yeah. you know, uh, that's and, why I love the arts. Because at that point I didn't even know it was an option. And it was weird because when I was in high school, I would talk about wanting chest surgery. I would talk about not wanting to have breasts. Like, Oh. With, with my friends is like like god like ugh, get them off like <laughs> yeah, right um but i i didn't know that i had that option to go further and then once i realized that it did it was it was this huge aha moment just like oh i get it oh, great <laughs> yeah yeah oh. yeah gwen god what a thank you so much. Yeah, what a gem. What a, what a gem. I wish you lived here to hang out with us. I know. <laughs> well, if you <laughs> ever come if yeah. you ever come visit, Grab if you want to come visit us. LA, you can stay with us and come hang I, out. I yeah. tell you, I'm just finding more and more reasons to go to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Jackie and I. That's that's the reason. <laughs> that's oh, absolutely. It. Absolutely. It, well, I mean, and you 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 know, we're we're going to you and I are going to go on that date. Oh, yeah, right? that's right. I know. Right. I'm, I promised it. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Sorry. Caitlin, Caitlin's well, out works. here. <laughs> Caitlin's out here, too. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. She's out here. And, um, yeah, I feel like it's like a less um, humid Florida, too. Like, the weather is just, like, amazing. Perfect. It's perfect exactly. every day. <laughs> People are like, don't you get tired of that? I'm like, not at nope. all. Can't. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. except when... Except when I visit, it becomes cold and rainy. <laughs> now you bring that. That's I love you, Jess. It's true. She, she was here I for a out, week like, and it was yeah. cloudy oh, God, and rainy. How? It was like London. I was like seven months pregnant oh, and God. was just looking for some sunshine. Nope. And nope. Nope. That's it. Couldn't, uh, couldn't uh, give me that, California, could you? Uh, well, <laughs> and yeah. thank you so eh. much, Jen, also for everything. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for yes. shedding some light onto this with your expertise. And, yeah. And, um, this is a very important topic for me too. So Gwen, thank you so much for participating and being so open. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you for thinking of me and, and, and including me on this. I was, yeah. I was very happy to participate. It's an absolute Yay. pleasure to talk to you. Oh, so would you say people are kind of an asshole if they don't oh, yeah. <laughs> just learn about it? Like, uh, oh, we, we don't want to put you on the spot for that. <laughs> okay. Well, you could, yeah. just, we could yeah. say, we could say it. We could say yes. You, I think you're an asshole for, but, but I think well, you had a good point about if you don't know what you don't know. Now you know. You don't know what you don't know, but I think if you don't inform your like if you yeah. just stop there and say, well, I don't know, so I don't care. And yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's a difference between being um, naive and willfully ignorant. Yeah. And that's, yeah. the, that's the thing. And I'm, I know that I, this is probably a little over the top, but in my eyes, I think conscious neglect can be the equivalent of perpetration. Yep. Uh, yep. So so in that case, yes, they are now. There we go. Yeah. I agree. Assholes. I agree. Cool. We were assholes. And yeah. now we're not. And now we're not. <laughs> no, I, I always wanted to just know. Just inform kidding. yourself. Inform. That's all. Just yeah. try to understand what you don't know. Absolutely. Yes. And I want to, on my, on your behalf, on people, I'm, oh, you know, as a, as a Ally. bleeding heart 
kind of liberal oh, and ally. I was ally but. Well, yeah, but I want to be able to to back up my my opinion on it because before yeah. it would be like I support this, but I don't quite know what it means. Sure. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So now, yeah, got some yeah. knowledge. And I just want to say, I really, I've, I, um, in prep preparation for the podcast, I listened to your show, and I really like. And it's funny that you referenced the second episode earlier and when you were talking about like, like, oh, am I questioning? What? <laughs> right. And then you were talking about like exclusively or almost exclusively watching like female porn. Yeah. And it's funny because I almost exclusively watch gay porn oh. because of reasons. I don't. Yeah. Because how? Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, <laughs> we don't know why we do things. Yeah. Last, it was a couple, the um, sobriety episode. I'm also sober and so like listening to that was like was like really cool because it was oh. just like i identify with these things oh, so man. yeah um, <laughs> yeah wait Sorry. when you say gay porn do you mean like dudes dudes interesting well because it's like you can tell that they're both into it whereas it's like if it's like a guy and a girl and the girl's like i'm like oh that's fake um yeah that's that what i'm saying so funny i mean yeah. it's fake with the girls too but you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 wow that's it's like, and i and i appreciate like there's like a it's like power dynamics too, you know. It's yeah, like, guys, it's like you know they're both kind of like on the level, I guess, with each other. Yeah. Like oh, not- oh, oh, fuck! I didn't, I didn't ask. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't ask. But like with the testosterone, is there? Does your sex drive change? Oh my god! Yeah, it totally did. I felt like I needed to be like locked up. Like, <laughs> that is so like, funny. In my room. God. Be away from everything. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That's so a lot. Sorry, I don't understand. So a lot more sexy. You yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cool. That's how I took no, it. It's, and it's, that's why you it, like to waste your off. On testosterone, yeah. it was like second puberty, and it was <laughs> it was hell. It was great, but it was hell. Like, like wow. Boobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. That's puberty. Like, yeah. That's so funny. Because that's, that's, that's sometimes like just, I don't know. It's like our our hormones like before like our period. Some for some reason sometimes I will be, oh and I'm just God. like, ah. and that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. That it must be like that time stamp. I'm saying we need a shirt that says "Don't talk to me while I'm on you." Yeah. yeah. I will hump you. I will either I'm hump you <laughs> or kill you. Exactly. <laughs> or do both. Right. That should be the yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would either hump you or kill you. Right. <laughs> um, God, so guys, so guys may, really may like, like testosterone may be what makes dudes. It's, it's a it's wild kind of pigs. All right, thanks, Gwen. Thanks, Come visit. Everyone. Thank you. All right, all bye. right, bye. Thank you so much for listening to Am I an Asshole? The one about misunderstanding the trans community. Yeah. What a lovely conversation. Oh, thank you, Gwen. Gwen, what a dream. Um, thank you so much to Jen. Um, and thank you, Jackie. And thank you, Rosie. And thank you guys for listening. Yes. Please continue to, to give us some stars on yes. iTunes. Uh, share share with friends and family um, about what we're talking about. Because I guarantee you it will be relatable. One of the topics, at least, will Something. be relatable Yeah, to someone. Um, and if... Uh, you think that you're an asshole and, and you think of it, just put it on your Instagram and tag us on, in your story. Uh-huh. Thanks. Or, thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.